Hey guys, and welcome to Icy Legacy Marriage Quest. My name is Rochelle. My name is Zach. And today we are setting some goals. Uh, we're going to sit and talk about goals today. We're going to kind of go through how we set goals as a couple, how we've kind of set up our, you know, our short-term, mid-term, and super long, far-out goals. So Super long-term goals. <laughs> So let's let's start at the beginning. I mean, when how how early were you introduced to goal setting? Because obviously that's not common knowledge. That's not something that they teach in school. Yeah, we don't think normally. If you haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> a little so, unorthodox. When did you start setting goals? Um, I guess I started setting goals about five years ago, four and a half, five years ago, something like that. Um, I I learned from a mentor. It's like if you don't have goals, I'm he basically told me, he's like, I bet I can guess your bank account. Like, okay. So hurts. I uh, <laughs> I realized that goals were very, very important. I mean, I had goals in high school and stuff, but that was get my license, graduate on time. Yeah. But actually, like, set up a life plan and kind of, you know, start pushing your life in a direction that you want it to go about four and a half, five years ago. Okay. What about you? I think mine started a little bit younger. I was early, you know, introduced in my life as far as, you know, goal setting and personal development. Um, but I think it was more of doing it because my parents did it. So my goals were still probably a little bit more on the short term side. I didn't really ever, I was like, oh, it'd be really cool if I'm a singer, you know, which is something that I am currently pursuing that is on, you know, that is a very big goal of mine. Um, but as far as things that I was keeping track of, I even had you know, a journal that I would track my successes. And this was actually something that was just reintroduced to both of us um, a couple weekends ago. But on that list sometimes was like walking my dog, hanging yeah. out with my best friend, you know, so those weren't really things that it was like, yeah, it was fun. It was entertaining, but I was also a kid. And so it wasn't really anything that was, you know, something that was pushing me towards something that I wanted in the future. So I would say on a grander scale, as far as the goals that you and I are setting, and the goals that... I think that's super important to have, like, to have your individual goals and to have your... Together goals. Together goals. I mean, we're building a life together. Mm-hmm. So I think there... I mean, we both have different interests, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's super important to have your individual goals as well as collective goals. Mm-hmm. But as far as... The me for goal setting, super serious, I would say about six years. So I think we're probably okay. about a similar Pretty close. that. Um, I think what's really, really important that's really helped us out is we actually just, we blocked out a chunk of time and we sat down and did our goals together. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I say as a family, cause that's, I mean, we got two fur babies and us, so we have a family started. Um, but we sat down together and actually wrote down on a piece of paper what our, you know, our short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals are. Um, And our short-term was, you know, six, eight months, maybe 12 months max. Our mid-term, you know, our mid-goals are three to five years. I would say. Three to five-ish. And then our long-term, just because I'm a little crazy, uh, we've actually kind of started planning our 50th wedding anniversary already. So, we are just under 90 days out from getting married. Yay! <laughs> Which is super exciting. Um, 
but we've actually started planning out our 50 year wedding anniversary. So that's kind of our, that's one of our long-term goals. I mean, there's some other ones in there as well, but obviously that's, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Well, I think what's been really cool is even when, you know, some people may not agree with how we're building our relationship or, you know, like the things that we do in our, in our own home, you know, just for Zach and I, but because he holds that as far as, you know, like I'm doing this for my family for the 50 years in the future, I always know that that's his end goal and that's the direction that he's heading in. So I don't question his integrity or his um, passion or where his focus is going because I know that he's doing the best that he can with the information that he has to move us in that direction that we want to be in. So I admire that a lot. So I think with, you know, part of sitting down and writing out goals, like sitting them down, writing them out together, um, we did it over a glass of wine. But yeah. it helps. Um, I think the other side of that is is we sat down and created a vision board. So, so for those of you who don't know what a vision board is or haven't ever done something like that, think of anything that you'd want to accomplish in your life, the short term, the long term, the fun, the exciting, the adventures, the passion. You can have your experiences. love, your job, experiences. Yeah. Take those pieces of everything that you can and what we would do, um, and I actually did this before Zach and I met, and he did as well. Yeah, we both had separate separate vision boards prior to us even meeting. Right. And then once we got together, you know, some things transferred from the old ones because they're still goals of ours. Um, but a lot of that stuff was new as a collective, as a family. For we sure. sat down and redid our vision board. I think our vision board at the moment's like five foot by four foot so we have it hanging in our bedroom and takes up a pretty good section pretty much see it all the time now so yeah well and what i was saying is like i would grab stacks of magazines or print pictures of offline or you know quotes or something that inspires you or moves you or something from a book just cut don't destroy the book i was gonna say cut everything (laughs) out but just pull it from offline magazines and and stuff though oh magazines. we've definitely cut up a lot of magazines yeah and just create an ultimate collage and honestly that kind of really gets your creative juices to really start flowing to see what you want to create and then when it's it's in front of you it's not just in your head it's something that you've actually created it becomes more tangible because you've actually touched the pictures you're you know, smelling the ocean, you're thinking of how exciting it would be to skydive. You can actually live in each of these moments as you piece together your vision board. So it can become really exciting. Well, and I think once it's, once your vision board's actually up and functioning, I guess not up and functioning, once it's, (laughs) once it's hanging up and it's somewhere that you see it all the time, I think getting in the habit of, you know, just staring at it and maybe pick, you know, two, three, four things a day and just really sit and feel what it would feel like to have already gotten that, to have already had that experience. Or, you know, for me, it's buying that car or cars. It's definitely more than one. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely more than one. I have, I'm have. i a hot rodder at heart, so it's cars, motorcycles, stuff like that. But these are still things that we want you know that I want for my life she's got a couple of cars up there as well but we also have like our giving back goals um because that's something that is extremely important to both of us is giving back so that's on our vision board as well of you know 
our our business goals, our life goals. You know, we've got travel goals. Our travel goals. I was just huge about to say experiences, ones. but yeah, I mean, we're both huge on traveling and huge on experiences. So having all of that up there, not just the monetary stuff, but your contribution goals. Um, you know, we do want to start an actual family when we're after we're married. So, you know, that stuff's on our vision board also. And even, so I actually have, I have two vision boards. So one of my other, my other vision board is more like spiritual. So whether it's for your meditation or, you know, more for like an alignment of the the physical and spiritual and whatever your guys' beliefs are on that is fantastic. Um, For me, it's kind of like a mind, body, spirit connection. And so I want to be the best with my body. You know, what am I making sure that I'm, you know, putting into my mind? What do I tell myself? So affirmations is another thing that we wanted to bring up is like, uh, what are the things that you're, you're bringing into you your could, existence? You can call them declarations, basis? I guess, as long, I mean, affirmations or declarations, however you want to word it, but it's basically a, a statement as a, like something that is in the future but you say it as a present tense um, would be an affirmation or a declaration. Yep. So, you know, looking through those things, figure out what really, you know, sparks sparks that passion inside of you and then focus on that. And to me, that was one thing that was really important. So I decided to expand on that, which is why it has its own kind of place. Um, but that's what I really love. So what are some of your examples of affirmations then? Um... I would say that one of mine right now is that I am stepping up as a leader. I'm someone that's worth following. Um, I'm someone that has influence. I um, am definitely a people person. That was, That is not something that is hard for me at all. <laughs> so I already established connections very easily, but I wanted to have a little bit more, um, not just the, the warmth, but I wanted the, ooh, what was that word that we heard at our last conference? Do you remember? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, there was the level of warmth, and then there was the level of pretty much oh, the knowledge. Oh, uh, warmth and competency. Competence. Yeah. Competence. So knowing that um, I have, I have the capability to be someone that's worth following. So you know, like we've told you guys before, right now we're coming from our own experience, but we uh, hope that we it brings value, and we hope that we're giving you knowledge that maybe you don't have for your current relationship. So by the way, if this is bringing you guys value, make sure you guys hit the. The like and share button. I think it's over there. Um, definitely share it around. Give us some feedback. We definitely love you guys' feedback right now. Um, if this is bringing you guys value, please let us know. Absolutely. And also, since we're talking about vision boards, you know, what's have you guys done a vision board? Have you ever heard of this concept? Have you done one? And what would you put on it if you could put anything on it? And maybe you guys can start creating them as well. If you guys want, drop your, once you guys create your vision board, if you guys create your vision board, drop it in the comments below. Well, I would love to see you guys' vision board. If it's not too personal, I'd love to see them. Or if it is and you're still willing to share, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, and we can definitely share ours as well if people are interested. Um, well, let's see. The other one, the other thing that I wanted to really I think with up, affirmations, I think, I, I don't know how many people have actually heard of affirmations, but like... Um, an example for me is I have a, I have a weight that I'm trying to hit before our wedding. Definitely on my um, list. Um, 
And I so we do affirmations a couple of different ways. Um, so we actually have them. We wrote them out on like three by five note cards and plastered them all, all up around our house. Um, we used to have them written on our mirror. We don't have them written on our mirror anymore, but we used to have them written on our bathroom mirror. Of... Everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't even get ready in the morning. What you focus on expands. <laughs> so, you know, we have them on little three by five note cards. Um, I actually have one taped to my steering wheel of my vehicle. Yep. Um, we also both do alarms throughout the day. Um, I do mine every hour. Um, I'm actually in the process of redoing mine at the moment, but every, you know, every hour from about 6 a.m. to about 11 p.m., because those are usually the time frames that I'm awake, um, I have an alarm every hour that's either, you know, are, I mean, one of them literally says, I have a loving and joyful marriage. That's something that I, I want to keep in my life. That's something that we have now, and that's something that I want to have for the next 50, 60 years. Um, but so I have one of those. I have my weight goals. You know, we have business goals up there as well. Um, I actually have some friendship goals up there as well. Um, That's cool. And just, you know, connections. And But all those can be affirmations of saying them in the present tense as they've already happened. Uh, so you can do them however you need to. I... I like both. I like the 3 by 5 note cards and the alarms. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to add something else, too. I mean, so I'm sure a lot of people have heard of, about affirmations, but I think another super key component is making sure that you're just not slapping an affirmation on top of a negative belief. Mm. So that's one of the really big things that I've really Is that why you're wearing on. a rubber band? That is one of the reasons why I'm wearing <laughs> a rubber band. So we actually went to a conference um, two weekends ago. And it was called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. So if they have one in your area, check it out. But one of the things is that they make you wear a rubber band <laughs> on your bracelet. And so anytime, and obviously this one was related to money. And so if you had any negative money belief, if something came up where you're worried or stressed or focused on a negative belief around money, you have to pull this baby all the way back and let go. <laughs> I'm not demonstrating right now because it hurts like a bitch. So... But what that does is it relates that negative, that negative thought to something painful. And what I used to do was just snap the rubber band, hold on to that negative thought. Now it hurts. And now I'm upset that it hurts and it would help. It would spiral instead of doing the opposite. So what you're actually supposed to do is once you've snapped the band, say your negative thought, say your negative thought and then replace it. So say your negative thought. Snap the rubber band and then instantly replace it with, um, you can do it with either a positive thought or an empowering thought is kind of how I would rather see it be done. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, it's binary for me. Things either empower you or disempower you. Um, to me, there's not really an, there's not an in between. It's binary for me. So empowering or disempowering. So snap it for disempowering and then replace it in oh excuse me replace it instantly with a an empowering thought yeah so for example you know if you're thinking like oh well, i really want to do this but i just you know like i we don't have the money to do that right now or you know like we we never have enough money if you're thinking something like that you'd snap your band 
and then replace it. I have an abundance mindset. Money comes to me frequently and from multiple places, like mm-hmm. from any place. And so that leaves you open and leaves you willing to receive. That was something else that was really hard for me to, you know, to learn is that like, you gotta I, be willing to receive your goals. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on that one. Well, and that's another thing as far as the comparison is that Zach can see a lot further in his goals than I can. And so it's not always a bad thing. It's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing and a curse. So know if you and your partner aren't on the exact same page, it's okay. So figure out if someone's a little bit further ahead and someone's hanging back a little bit. Maybe the person that's further ahead, if they can break down those goals into bite-sized chunks. So for me, that was one of the really big things that helped Mm. Zach and I was being able to say, okay, here's my 10-year goal. Okay. I don't know what that looks like. How do we break it down? But I can see the next six months. So whether that was a money goal or a business goal or, you know, even starting this. I mean, this was very something where it was just like, we're going to do one episode at a time. But he can see the brand that we're starting to create. He can see where we're on multiple platforms and we have millions of followers. I mean, he has the... He has the shoulders to be able to hold all of that as well. I mean, he very much can carry that that weight and that responsibility. But I and think those goals that I think it comes it. down to balance, though, as well. Because I'm I'm really really good at the the big I like to set big hairy audacious goals. Like if your goals don't scare you, they're just not big enough, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But you have to be able to reel that back down into actionable steps. Um, if not your goal actually becomes disempowering because it's so big, so large. You don't have any of the people that are in your life that are going to help you get there. There's, you know, you don't have the money. You don't have the connections. You don't have the building, you know, whatever it is. But you've got to be able to take that huge, huge goal and basically chunk it back down and rewind it back down into what am I doing today? Uh, that's the big thing for me. So the kind of the way that we started to structure this and we're not masters at it yet, but we're, I've seen us do it a lot better than most, but breaking it down into those actionable steps, but you got to be able to reward yourself, um, on those, you know, so-called baby steps because Day to day to day, it doesn't look like you're going to make any progress. But if you just do little increments every day, in a year, two years, five years, ten years down the road, you're in a dramatically different place. Yep. So we actually just call it Feed the Idiot. We um, definitely learned that from a mentor <laughs> of ours. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a crazy concept, but you know, this is just what works for us. However you guys set it up, I actually would be really curious to see how you guys set this up. Um, See what works for you. Play around with it. Um, What's really funny is we actually came up with this idea to use stickers. I am very motivated by gold stars. (laughs) We got a a big calendar and a bunch of little gold stars. Um, I think there's usually five or six things up there. They're all different. They're all color-coded. Yep. But for her... Every time she does one of those things, she gets a little gold star for whether it's working out or it's, you know... Eating right eating or right. doing my affirmations. The personal development, yep. stuff like that. So all those are part of her little gold stickers 
and now every month she gets to look back. So how does... It helps you see your weak spots as well as your strengths. Mm. And I can tell you, you know, for, for us, because of the habits, you know, we have been eating really healthy. And so for me, that is becoming something where maybe I need to switch it up. That was something that I was rewarding myself for as I was building the habit. Now, because it's ingrained in me and it's something that we do almost naturally and yeah. our bodies actually hate us when we <laughs> eat junk food now, which sucks sometimes. But, you know, now I can go back and say, okay, what's the next thing that I would really love to work on? So now if I want to work on music more, or if we want to, you know, start journaling more, writing music, like songs, or... You can really create it. I mean, the gold stars work for her. I don't do the gold stars. Um, He's not motivated by gold stars. I'm not motivated by gold stars. <laughs> but the uh, part of the feat, the idiot, is set up your... You basically get to set up your reward... For whenever it's whenever you accomplish your goal, um, and it can be as it can literally be as stupid as if I, you know, and it can be counterintuitive because you'll move towards things that are pleasurable and away from things that are painful. So, like, even if it was when I was first starting this, I enjoy having beers when I get home from work. So, if I read and went to the gym, I got to crack a beer at the end of the night. Um, I'm a little bit past that now, but if that's what it takes to get you to get this ball rolling for mm -hmm. you, then by all means, do it. Um, we've rewarded ourselves with movies. Or milkshakes. Or milkshakes, which, <laughs> because we've been eating healthy now, don't sit Not that well. Not as reward, no. But yeah, if you go, you know... I. The idiot works real cheap. I promise you the idiot works real cheap. And I want to interject because for those... Because we didn't really go into what that meant. I guess we didn't explain what so, the idiot is, So huh? for the feed the idiot, it's it's tricking your mind to keep going. So, you know, like Zach said, so think of it as, like if it was a weight loss goal that you wanted, right? You know, you go to the gym for seven days in a row and you haven't lost any weight or seen anything different in the mirror, your mind will tell you that this isn't working. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, our minds are programmed thousands of years ago based on survival. So, I mean, it is a fight or flight mode all the time. So now that we're in this world where we're safe for the majority of the time, at least I hope so, you know, like... And there's the, no saber-toothed tiger anymore? There's no saber-toothed tigers. Oh. I haven't seen one in a while. If you guys have <laughs> one in your area, beware. But, you know, so now that we're not worrying on, like, the hunting and gathering and worrying about our survival and the basic instincts, now our brains like to worry about other things. So now for me, like, I am an overanalyzer. I am working on changing that. Um, but, you know, it's like figure out how to stop that process so when you are working on something, don't get discouraged. That's why these little rewards or the feed the idiot keep you on track. So, so, you know, that's why the stars are really helpful for me because it's something that I can do on a daily basis. It's kind of like that little guy on your shoulder. Yeah, it's like the angel like, and the devil. And angel the idiots, and the devil. You know. The angels like eat the salad. Devil says milkshake. <laughs> but if you keep them both fed, you can get both of them to start working for you. Uh, we actually have a mentor of ours that, like, literally she hates the gym hates the gym but she rewards herself with a frappuccino afterwards so if she gets up if she goes to the gym she instantly before she does anything else after the gym she goes and gets a frappuccino 
And it seems a little counterintuitive, but she does get a small one. But it's it, it helps you build momentum. So once you get the momentum going, just like she was saying, like, once you get to the point where it's actually a habit, you've done it for a couple of months, and it just, you don't have to think about it anymore, then change change your reward up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we kind of do it a couple of different ways. So we have, you know, like our six-month goal is obviously a bigger reward than our day-to-day. You know, and your day-to-day might just be, hey, I get to I get to sit down and watch an hour of TV tonight. I, I went to the gym. I ate right. We did our affirmations. We set our goals. Today I'm going to watch... Glee or whatever <laughs> show you guys watch. That's on my list. But know. you know, you get one Netflix show if you if you hit it. Or you know, there's we've used breakfast before. We've used drinks. going out to breakfast. Going to out to breakfast. We eat breakfast frequently. Just so. uh, but like she enjoys going to the mountains. So we've even like on a Sunday we'll just we'll drive up to the mountains and whatever she wants to do in the mountains we go do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a little bit bigger of a goal. That's like a week, maybe a two-week reward. And that's what he's saying. So, you know, if your goal is to go to the gym on a Tuesday, that doesn't mean that you necessarily reward yourself with a shopping spree. You know, maybe that's yeah. something like that's, that's your 10-pound goal or something like that is being able to reward yourself on a little bigger scale. You know, so and it's match them. You know what I mean? I think the I think the most powerful part of that is actually setting up your reward prior to starting. So like if you have I'm a month if you have a month long goal, you set that month long goal up on the the 29th, 30th, 31st of the month before or that very first day, you know, sit down and just write them out. We have a big whiteboard that we track, you know, her affirmations, my affirmations, we got business goals up there, life goals and stuff, but we have a big whiteboard that sits in our office that just Everything kind of gets put on, um, but, you know, and even if it's losing the weight or whatever your goal is, it doesn't matter what the goal is as long as you're setting a goal. And it also depends on where you're at in life. Like, um, if you're just getting into working out, maybe instead of I got to get in the gym and crush it every day, maybe just get in the, maybe your goal is I go to the gym. Now, if you show up and you don't want to work out, it's okay. You, Your confidence was you said you were going to show up. Now, the likelihood of you showing up in the parking lot and leaving is slim to none. But that, that kind of lets you off the hook that you don't have to crush it every day. But getting in the habit of just showing up to the gym, you know? I am a person that shows up. I am a person that goes every day. I am day. a person that. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. Um, you start building your identity around, I am a person that accomplishes my goals. But you got to start small and you got to start building your self-confidence around something small. So, perfect example, I'm really, one of my biggest ones is that I am a person that is consistent and that mm. is constantly consistent. So for me, one of the best ways for me to do that, because I actually really do enjoy working out, I actually did, um, so I know that today is the 11th, I'm 11 days into a squat challenge for this entire <laughs> month, one of my other mentors that I've been following um, decided to do one for every day this month, it's 100 squats a day, so if anybody wants to join me, you let me know, 
So, you know, and it's what's cool is that even though Zach didn't want to do it, it was something that I still wanted to do. And even when I get home super late after, you know, like we had an event Saturday night, we had an event Sunday night, and it was like one time it was 1 a.m. in the morning, one time it was 11 p.m., sometimes it's super early. I've stayed consistent every every day this month so far, I, and that's helping train I my think mindset. Saturday she did them at like 3 a.m. It was 1.30. <laughs> it was 1.30. I was asleep, I don't remember, but... He was passed out. <laughs> but I stuck to it, so even though technically it was the next day... But that's day, huge, though. Yeah. I mean, that's a big... That's a big deal, especially when you're in the beginning stages of working on your consistency and starting to do this stuff every day so that it actually does become a habit. Um, and I think that kind of, even though I'm not doing the squat challenge with her, I have to be her biggest cheerleader. Like when we're doing goals, when you're setting affirmations, like with her gold stickers, all that stuff. Like I, I love being on the sidelines and cheering her on. Like, it makes me so happy. And the fact that I get to do that for my bride, like, is the best feeling in the world. So I think that's, you know, with your significant other, with your spouse, like, you need to have, you need, there's a time where you got to go out and crush your goals. There's also a time to sit on the sidelines and cheer them on, even though it's not I'm not doing no damn squat challenge. It's not happening. It's not happening. But. It's not too late. It is. I'm not doing <laughs> squats. <laughs> I don't mind doing squats, but I'm not doing 3,000 squats. 3,000, you guys, in a month. But I have, I have zero problem with just sitting on the sidelines and rooting her on and being her number one cheerleader. Yeah. And I think, I don't know why this this just kind of popped up in my mind. Don't get stuck in the... I mean, I know that the roles will always ebb and flow because I've seen uh. some awesome power couples where, you know, maybe someone stays at home all the time while someone else is crushing it in business because someone's crushing it at home, taking care of the family, taking care of the house. Because with one cannot function without the other. There's still so much value in both roles yeah. or maybe both partners are out in the world absolutely crushing it and then they tag team at home yeah. which i think is currently you know really where we're at um but you know it's like figure out where that's at but if you're if you feel like you're stuck in it doesn't matter which role if you're the one that's you know working at a job all the time or if you're the one that's that's at home all the time if you're not happy with where you're at in that role that is something you guys need to talk about and talk about fast yeah. Because if there's any resentment of like, oh, well, they get to chase their goals and they're always doing what they want, but I'm at home, that could be dangerous. I think the I think the way that we've actually gotten over that, uh, I don't think there was any resentment, but like, are when you talk about the goals, are you talking about me and my goals or are you talking about us and our goals? Um, I think that's a huge, huge piece of that puzzle. Of if you come home and, you know, your spouse is at home all day and you were at work, you were out, you know, you worked and then you did your, you got your side hustle or, you know, all the other stuff you had to take the kids to practice or whatever it is and they stayed at home. Did you come back and say, I took the kids to the, to the game or I went out and did this business deal or, you know, I did this at work or is it, I did this at work for 
us. We are headed, you know, I made a really good contact that's going to help us out in our business. That's going to help us out in our life. That's going to lead us in this direction. So I think really talking, I mean, obviously me and I are still part of that, but like, is it, are you saying us and our and we more often? I think that would help spouses, especially if they're stay at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have the stay at home problem, but you know, if she's out doing music and I'm out doing, you know, meeting contacts and networking for business and stuff like that, meeting new people, do we get to come back and say, Hey, I had this great gig. It's really going to push us forward. You know, it's moving us forward closer to our goal or, Hey, I met this really cool person. They're going to help us move our business along. I think that's that's a big piece of that. Yeah. No, that's really cool. And also knowing to revisit. I mean, if you're, you know, 10 years into your relationship and maybe you guys haven't revisited, what you know, you're not where life happens. You know, maybe you're not <laughs> where you wanted to be in the 10 years that you originally thought that you were when you got married. Time to revisit. Maybe you're down a different path. Are you okay mm. down the path that you're going or does there need to be course correction or more focus in a different area of your life? And so, I mean, I know that that's probably even something that we should redo, especially with all the we've, knowledge. We've definitely redone. We've sat down and redid our goals um, at the beginning of the year. We sat down for... Oh, six months ago. That was six months ago. Maybe we need to redo it. You think six months is a good time? <coughs> I think so. I think, that's, I think that's fairly accurate. Let us know what you guys think. I mean, six. I think minimum of six months. Six months to a year of... You know, literally just sitting down. If you want to do it over wine, that's probably what we'll do. Um, but sit down and revisit. How'd you, how'd you guys do on your goals? How far did you come? Are you, you know, are you as far along in the six months as you thought you were going to be? Are you as far along in the 12 months as you thought you were going to yeah. be? Well, think about it this way, guys, because everybody's familiar with New Year's resolutions, right? I hate New Year's resolutions. If you're doing it in the traditional way of only sticking to it for a week and a half, then you get tired, and then you don't do anything. But that's really what we're talking about is, like, it doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year. You can literally start over whenever you want. Every day you wake up is a new day. Yeah. So it's never too late to restart your life. Yeah. We've done that a few times, actually. (laughs) So I would know. It's all right. You can hit the reset button. I won't judge you. It's... I mean, I would rather see you do that than wait the next six months to do your New Year's resolution. Yeah. Uh, 2019 will be better than 2018. Tony June. Honestly, like, to be 100% honest, our our New Year's usually starts right after Thanksgiving. Like, we, we really start putting together our goals. We start putting together kind of our plan, like... It's not fine-tuned, but it's it's rough. It gets... Because we do a family vacation over Thanksgiving. So there's a lot of reflection, a lot of family time. Um, a lot of quiet time, usually. But we get... We start in that direction of, oh, yeah, a new year's coming. What do we want this next year to look like? And then as it gets closer to New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, it starts getting fine-tuned and polished a little bit, but... Our new year starts usually three weeks to a month early. Yeah. 
and you know a lot of our friends even for I don't remember why I brought up New Year's I mean it's far it's just the goal setting goal but setting. you know a lot of our friends actually do their vision boards at the beginning of the year so maybe that's even a good place of like well where was I you know this year to the next you know mm-hmm. what what changed in the goals and again just revisiting um, yeah. I'm definitely I'm a big I love to journal and so for me even looking at what was my biggest fear that I was overcoming last year or six months ago? And then when you go back and read it, you're like, wow, I can so yeah. handle that problem times 10 because of the person that you've grown into. So yeah. it's cool to have it documented somehow because sometimes yeah. a year will go by and you're like, what did I do? And I mm. never, ever want to have that feeling again. So, you know, however you want to document it or keep track of it, just you know, write it down, do the vision boards, yeah. you know, talk about it, bring it to life and see what magic you can create in your life. And to be honest with you, I don't really review my journaling that often. Um, but a life worth living is a life worth documenting. So at least my, you know, our future kids, our future great grand grandkids, great grandkids, nieces, nephews, stuff like that. Like, our lives are documented, maybe not a hundred percent. I mean, we got some videos going, but like our, our life is, most of our life is written down, at least in the past five or six years, it's written down quite a bit. But even if you don't revisit it, sometimes it's nice to just brain dump your ideas, but yeah, no, I like that a lot. Do you have anything else, babe? Man, I mean, guys, we're... It's an action-packed episode. It was. I mean, goals are a big one for us. And, I mean, we're still... We're constantly changing. We're constantly growing. You know, one of the things I love about Zach's and my relationship is that, you know, we constantly listen to podcasts and listen to new ideas. And we're constantly sharing and adapting and bringing those into our life as well. So, if there's something really awesome that you guys have learned that you know, would again, add value. If you think you have another idea for another episode for us to do, you know, ideas in as ideas out. So, you know, feel free to share and, you know, we're going to be sharing this episode a lot. So please leave your comments, leave your feedback, um, share some love. We would love to hear you guys' feedback. And if you guys have any topics, like she was saying, like literally, if you guys have any topics that you guys want us to talk about, please drop it in the comments, DM us, email us uh we'll put our email in the link yeah i mean we would love to hear back from you guys you guys have given us a lot of love so far we greatly 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 appreciate you guys's love um love feedback likes shares if this is adding you guys value please hit the like and share button yep absolutely and what's cool is that this is one of our goals right now so you're literally watching this one in progress so how cool this was episode three so be ready for some more. We already have some really good ideas for some next couple topics that are coming up. So stay tuned. Awesome. And we will see you guys next time. Awesome, guys. Go out. Create your legacy. See you next time. Bye.